Pulpery is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Ten games. So they got a ten-game homestand to get it right. This is game two of that. Well, and uh, I wish I could bring it up. I mean, not to rub it in, but apparently you were dead right about Montgomery. Like, yeah. he's oh, been lights out of for Cardinals. It's good. Cardinals. Yep. You're right. Like, just a change of scenery. That's all you need. Good for him. I love it. Man, he he just proved Cheryl Crow right. I, I, a I, change I, of scene will do you good. It will every time. <laughs> every time. Welcome to Pulpourri, the podcast where we converse about the sports world and nerd culture and all points in between. It's the third week of August and we're looking for answers to the following questions like the Westworld showrunners are looking for the most complicated ending. How is the Sandman getting better by each episode? Why is there not more hype about Reservation Dogs going into Season 2? And what is the link between the WWE problems and Season 4 of Westworld? All that and more on Pulpourri with Brock and Ben. like a space spider and then at one point he's being like sucked in and regurgitated out of the space spider and and mariner his partner on the mission is like don't worry he's just gumming you because he likes you so i mean it's it's one of like it's very that was fun or or in a way it would be like if you've ever seen galaxy quest of course it's like they took galaxy quest and was like okay instead of making a fake star trek we're gonna put it in star trek and that's really what it is speaking of fake star trek i saw the orville got added to disney plus now yeah Yeah. which and that that wrapped up yeah just a quick one and they i know that wasn't that wasn't even on our list of shit to discuss, no. but that's how we roll. Well, I meant to put it on there. I forgot to do that. So they wrapped up their, it's their third season now. And they got seasons one and two right. on Disney+. Plus. Right. And so one and two from when they were on Fox. Right. And the third season was a Hulu one. And that's the one where oh, the episodes keep, are almost like double episodes. I keep forgetting about that season. Yeah. And uh, I mean, this this last season was, was gold. They... They balanced heavy, heavy topics like, you know, original series and like Deep Space Nine did. Hold on. With a bunch of humor with it. Real quick. 1969. Yeah. That's when my mother graduated. Okay. Well, so they weren't there at the same time. No. All right. Sorry. We're just carrying on from a conversation earlier. Yeah. And my brain doesn't work like that. So it was like, squirrel, I got to tell you now. (laughs) Go ahead. So Lower Decks, uh, no, we were talking about the Orville. Orville, yeah. And so, but they did a, it, it was a great job this season. I don't think there was any, I didn't have any problems with any of the episodes. And um, they they finished it off in actually true Star Trek fashion with like a wedding where everybody's dressed up in their dress <sighs> uniform and all that. Their military dress. Yeah. and uh, Fucking right. So it's, that that one continues to be a pleasant surprise because I keep expecting, you know, you 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 hear Seth MacFarlane's doing a, a space TV show, and you think it's going to be like early Family Guy. It's actually yes. more like later Family Guy, where these characters are no longer like just like weird tropes. Yeah, no, no they've they actually are. developed into you know, and I mean that's the same. Thing. I mean, with Family Guy, it's been going on long. They will be sentient soon. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> which would be if we had Peter Griffin, Griff Griffin, Peter, yeah, Peter, 
Um, yeah, that's what you expect, but you don't get it. So yeah, I started watching it. And now I need to go back. Yeah, and that, well, and the well, and the other thing for the last season is, it's the last thing Norm Macdonald did before he died. He voices this goo blob named Yafet. Um, of course. He and the and the last and like the last production blob. non-stand-up thing he did was record <coughs> his voice for that show. So it's the last time you get a Norm Macdonald. Oh, and he's, and he's a just bl- blob. Yeah, he's he's like this sli- he's like Slimer but with no face. Oh. It, it it just has a mouth in the middle of this ball of goo. Although there is one episode in the first season where he um he uses he's kind of like um a blob mr fantastic he has sex with somebody and really he can, can he like form shapes yeah or, or let's say he can get into every nook and cranny oh well good for you so which he... yeah or, you know similar to the guy that can shrink himself and and the boys you did that while I was saying drink. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I just didn't need that mental picture in my head anymore. Okay. It's now burned and in, in now there. to another mental picture we didn't need in our head is She-Hulk. I really hope they fix the CGI. So, man, they got to do something. It, and it, it comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Because we're recording on Tuesday. So. Well, and I'm I'm not. And again, like 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 we said last week, it's not going to stop me from watching it no but it i just hope it's not a distraction like it looks like in the pre and and what i'm talking about is like when she's in she hulk form but in her business suit yeah like in court and like her hands look weird and like it's it's not the actress's fault the actress is she's doing what she's doing yeah and um but it's just yeah it I, i don't it's not or, or the best way I can describe it is to me it looks like it's just like a frame off so it's not it, it's one of those like when you're watching streaming stuff and the voice uh, starts to go a little bit yep and it's like That's it's almost worst. dead on but you just you can tell yes like their mouth um, starts moving just a little bit before they 53% say 53% of YouTube videos yeah yeah they do that but um yeah I hope so I I I personally think they're using She-Hulk to introduce those other characters. Oh, I mean, I mean, we're guaranteed Daredevil. That's what. I'm, so <coughs> they're both attorneys, which will be interesting as yeah. fuck. Um, well, but I mean, and he, I don't. And he is a them. defense attorney. If Correct. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's and, his whole thing. And she's like, a prosecutor, so yeah. we're gonna get her whole thing um, is. I mean, his whole thing is. What if it's all set up around like one trial? I mean, that makes the most sense. Yeah. And it's not, and then and then she doesn't like find out of, he's a superhero. One of Fisk is Fisk is Fisk's Fisk's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mid bosses. Yeah. Or well, oh, you know well, what? Well, now he I'm... wouldn't be defending him though. Oh, good call. Um, or what? If, I mean, like, let's just go for the trifecta here. What if he's defending Echo? Or uh, <laughs> or Frank. Yeah. The Punisher. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait till he comes. Oh, back. motherfucking <laughs> Jeff Berth, 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 John Berthal. Yeah. You fucking magnificent human being. I can't wait. But the thinking of that now that we're bouncing this back and forth, I yeah. like the idea of 
prosecutor defense. What was, uh... God damn it. Who was his assistant? Who, uh... Ziggy, Wiggy, um... Oh, in Daredevil? Yes. Yeah. Or if it was something along those lines. Okay. Like, yeah. Is he going to be there? I like that guy. I would... I mean... That's Maybe what not you would now. Hope. Well, no, they could do it if they're going to go with the court. I mean, drama. it seems... I mean... So, I mean, not not within that context, but it's gotten to the point where I read an interview with David Tennant of saying that they're, he's like, I don't really see a reason in bring the villain from Jessica Jones. Right. Yeah, and yeah. being like, I think his story's played out, but apparently it's out there in the ether of like, really? like, why don't we like not, you know, bring back the people who are still living out of that not give them their own series, but have them pop up. Where, where right. was he? Uh, Kilgrave? Was that his villain's name, I think? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Those, and those... he did that creepy British... Yes. Okay, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Like the howl as a human being. Like God, We could get but, so yeah. many bad guys back. Well, and and we we did talk about this last week. It's that it, not that they're going to get their own stories, but you could see... You know, Luke Cage pop back in. Yes. Iron Fist pop back in. Jessica so, Jones pop back you, in. When you look at the, I don't want to pump up our expectations because it's just She-Hulk. But right. there, and we'll get to it later <coughs> about too much uh, MCU. MCU. Like, first of all, Kang, dude, you are yoked up. <laughs> what I want on your diet? Because holy shit. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to think, because that's a set picture. Yes. So what? I mean, well, in case you don't know, it's photo of Kane. Yeah, and he's shirtless, but he's like jacked as. Crazy. Yeah, and he's wearing like gym shorts and combat boots. Or maybe that's the way that that guy looks always. But you're going call. like, where, so is that? Is that like Kane before Kane? I guess or. It could be Kang, but in whatever... Because what he was wearing, it was hard to tell... He wasn't wearing time, dots and Time shit, frame. So, yeah. So you don't know if it was like in the 60s or the 90s or in the future. Like, you don't know what well, timeline he was in. Well, so that leads me to my question. Can he shed, like, the Kang outfit? Like his... Like the villain outfit. Like, right. With, like, the, you know, with the ear goggles yeah. and shit yep. like that. Yeah. Um, is that like can he take that off or is that part of his well he had it off in loki but loki's different because they were at like wherever the fuck they were but i mean to make a scientology reference had he achieved like kang level oh was he pre-kang kang well or i mean the way that we were led to believe is that he was a different version of kang correct But, but what we've seen in the ant man promos is that he's Kang as we know him in the comics with the whole purple Correct. Guard, the, you know, the time like, King. The, which, uh, I mean, I would assume it's it's a uniform or, you know, an outfit. An outfit can be taken off, but... He was born human, so good call. Right, yeah. Okay. I'm guessing that's part of his backstory. Oh, see, he wasn't... Because I don't born, remember He from wasn't any... born until the 30th century. <laughs> But you know that but apparently that sh- they still have gym shorts <laughs> and combat Hell, boots. Yeah, yeah. But you know they could fix all that. But that's a good point. That since he was born human, I wasn't aware of that. But it makes fucking perfect sense. Um, 
Yeah, that makes perfect. Yes, that that could be. That'll be fucking good. When does that motherfucker come out? Not till twenty next year. Yeah. Okay. Now the next one we got is uh, Wakanda Forever, and that's in November, and then everything's gonna kickstart in January of yeah. next year, right? Yeah. Okay. After the uh, Guardians Christmas special. You know what? So that makes sense. Getting to the next point about is the MCU oversaturated at the point at this point? Yeah. But looking at the, I can't say that because it could be slow this fall because they crammed everything out in the first of the year after COVID. Right. Took a break and now I still think we're dealing with that too. I mean, like they're still putting out stuff that was essentially done. Exactly. So, so is is it that is the reason we didn't get anything for two years and now we're just getting everything on an accelerated timeline? Yeah. Or are they just churning out shit to turn out shit because they've got a, a streaming service? Well, I well, I think it's both. Mm. Because, because as we spent literally an episode going over the Comic-Con announcements. Right. And that... Uh, you know, Feige's doing his best to space it out, but at the same time, like when you're when you're building multiple universes, and then, that's essentially what they're doing. Like yeah. the whole team up thing is a thing of the past until they get to the culmination of a bad guy who's been fucking with all of them. Sure. And they say, okay, fuck it, we got to get together to beat him. We're all assuming it's Kang. It's been pretty much all but confirmed at this point. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, Kang and then probably Celestials at some point. And so, but, so, you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, and, and that's where we won't know until this phase or like the current phase is done and then the next phase is done. Same as nobody really knew what was going on until the first Avengers movies. And while they said that's all phase one, it was so... Because you still had, like, Incredible Hulk was part of that first Iron Man, second Iron Man. The the only thing that was mentioned sporadically was the Infinity Stones. Yeah. So that that was it. This one... But those were tucked away, too. Yeah, no, this is beating you over the head with the multiverse. Well, and... But, so... To the second part of that point Different timelines. But, you know, and... This is. I don't think it's necessarily Kevin Feige. I think it's Disney, and and the Marvel Studios execs, yeah, which I is mean, it's, you got you got a cash cow going. Yeah, of right course, now. some milk, white guy going milk the fuck. Oh out my of god, it. do you see what my paycheck looks like? Yeah, can you make that bigger? And and to <laughs> we didn't get to anything. Well, I was gonna, where it's like wrote. I mean, to circle this to the other universe, which is if you're sitting at Marvel right now and you know even if it's like hey we're slipping a little bit and you look across the street at the DCEU you've got and you go like the fuck are we gonna change anything yeah no it's like the Yankees were in the first half yeah. of the season let's just hope that the MCU doesn't shit themselves with oversaturation yeah. and somebody like, figures out the DC it's like that meme of the girl looking at the house fire yes looking like sinister back at it yeah the girl is the MCU. The house fire is fucking DC. DC. Yep, exactly. And I don't know if The Rock, because he's the next one up, right? Yeah. For DC. Right, and yeah. Then you, you got, got Black Adam, Shazam, and then... Which are two decent. The Rock's movies are going to sh- sh- kill it sure. at the box just because he's the fucking Rock. I mean, yeah. Shazam... I mean, hell, he even made money off the Tooth Fairy when he did that Dude, one. this motherfucker makes money. He could take a dump on the screen, 
slow-mo it in 4K for two hours, and people will be like, look at his asshole. But they need somebody to take over. DC just finds somebody. Yeah. And I don't know who it is at this point. Well, that I mean, that's what they're trying. They're trying James to Gunn, find. James right? That's my suggestion. Well, I think his name came up because he's the one who has been hitting home runs, doubles, triples with everything Everywhere. he touches. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Hey, DCEU. Let's just say this about James Gunn. There are people going back and reviewing Scooby-Doo and going, <laughs> oh, that was actually really good. I, yeah. I'm not in that boat. No, no, no. Well, but. I grew up watching those movies. So, well, I mean, not grew up. I had children Kids, yeah, yeah. who grew up watching those movies. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. We'll see. If they were smart, that's who the, who would be their advisor. Well, they need like, someone that just says... They need a couple people who say, this is what we're going to do long term. Yeah. Well, or, so, or, I mean... What I, I meant to say last week, what, what they're trying to do is they're trying to find a Kevin Feige, which is yeah, like, exactly. you're not going to. Nope. So the deal is, is that find one or two producers who know their shit, and then you do what Kevin Feige did, which is you pull in a team of writers, you know, some seasoned movie writers, yep. and, com- and DC comic book writers. I mean, all you have and to, then and, you have them work together. And we mentioned it last week. And where, then you got to find a different system. You don't copy the MCU. You figure out something completely different. I mean, and I which we talked it, about last week. That comics have those two companies have mirrored each other the whole way. Yeah. This one came out with this. Okay, we're going to come out with this character. I get it, but you got to find somebody. Well, and, and 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 my thing, and this is still what pisses me off about <laughs> the Snyderverse. Which is when he started that, when everybody was like, "Oh, it's really dark." Like that's fucking DC. That's what's separate. Marvel's oh. funny. DC is dark. And and Snyder knew that, supported by Christopher Nolan, and they leaned into it. And then the first little bit of backlash Warner Brothers got. Oh, we got to fix that. So that's a great point because I was going to say, look at the shit that's good, makes money, people love. The dark sh- the Joker. Well, I was going to say, like, that's the what we talked about last squad. week. DC has the best villain. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's all dark. They got the cheesiest superheroes. Like, the great superhero, like, the dark superheroes are in the MCU. Yes. The the best villains are in the DC. And you, you build around that. Yeah. Everything's fucking... Batman is a angry billionaire. Yeah, we're He's like, fucking emo. That's Bat- the the Batman. Like that was dark. Yeah, well, it, like Batman's the only one to me where like that character is super interesting. Like Superman is not because he's just Jesus. Like, fucks. I mean, he's. I get it. Like you know, he you, worked in the Reagan yeah. era. Right. Like you know what he's going to do. Like right. there's no mystery. There. That's why. Like you need instead of doing a Superman movie, you need to do a Lex Luthor movie. If. And they've done they've done that with Batman. I mean, like they're they're milking Harley Quinn for all she's worth. And Harley Quinn needs to go away. I love Harley Quinn though. So do I, but she just they've beat that character into the ground. Yeah, they need to give it a break. That's right. And then um and then what they're doing with um or River Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. And the Joker, like that's great. Like that's what you've been needing to do. Like Exactly. Everybody knows Batman's fucking origin story. Yeah. The comics, 
the Joker doesn't have an origin story. So, yeah, do you let the EU? But that that's why I still loved about the 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 Joker movie was it wasn't more like oh this is the moment it was yeah, just no, like was just he's like, always exi- he's always been crazy and maniac it's like it was just oh the the chaos is what sparked him yeah. into again Scientology achieving level <laughs> and he reached it especially because he had Three people billion. carrying him away at the end of that first movie yeah okay we just went through three uh, segments yeah Oh, we still got a bunch to do. Oh, we do. Pages turn to blank. Fuck, there's so much story. Well, Chuck, where it's like, that's that, that's essentially where, well, let's go ahead and fucking start it. Yeah, no, I figure we'll be starting it. That's where uh, episode two really starts off. It, is, yes, exactly. Is that he's back in and he realizes the dream world has just exploded. So, and what he has to do is he has to go to, he has to get something to regain his he has mojo. To get th- three totems. To bring to the three of one and the one of three or whatever. Yeah. So he can get something. He's got to, I don't know, regen- he's got to find a health pack. Well, He's got to go on a mission to find health. He's got to sand his helm and the ruby. Correct. But he needs his mojo right, back yeah. before he does that. Well, yeah. I mean, if you put that, oh, that's right. Yeah. He has to do. Yeah. So, like, he, he essentially has to build up. I mean, it's totally video game. Of course it is. And, uh, so he grabs like the snake and the crossroads, which was fucking dope. Oh my dope. god, I forgot about that. Yeah. And the noose. Yeah. And he brings him to the three chicks, and he asks the three chicks, "Sorry." He brings them to the. They're the fates. Yeah, they were the fates. Yeah, because yeah. I just wrote down three R one and one R three. Yeah, those are the fates. Yeah. And he gets three questions because he's trying to track down his shit. Which again, like the genius of Neil Gaiman is, with that. Like something like that is that you're combining a he's doing comic book world. There's I mean there's the Christianity tone in it. There's the ancient Greek tone That's in what it. I the, and then also I mean there is he brings in Shakespeare with that. With yeah, the fates were part they, of Macbeth. That's what I was just about to say. The three. Yeah. Like so, the three witches in, in Macbeth. That's what I. That's why I called them fates. three yeah. witches. Yeah. And uh, oh, what was the movie? Clash of the Titans. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They had their three witches, too. Right. The eye! The eye! <laughs> we need the eye! Okay. So, yes, that was two, which was setting everything up, saying... Episode one built his... Him. Like, we know who he is now. So, so if we if we really apply this to what we know... So, like, episode one is... Like, if we're thinking it as, like, say, a Naughty Dog game. Correct. It's your intro scene. It's your prologue before you get to the introductory screen. Episode two is your tutorial. Correct. Saying, this is what we need to do. Right. This is how the game operates. This is the bad guy. These are the side characters. You need to get your shit so you can fix things. Fine. 
And then episode three, shit starts getting fucking crazy. <laughs> Absolutely bonkers. Because Constantine, did I say that right? I think that, yeah, yeah. Is a female, and she is killing it as Constantine. Um, bravo. If well, we don't get a Keanu Reeves cameo sure, at yeah. some point in time. Well, I'm, I'm assuming they're treating it as... Well, I or I, I don't know. I, I I can't remember. Is Constantine immortal, I, or does it pass from generation to the generation? The way I took it with this one was, they pass it. Yeah. But at the same time, he also knew who she was, but she didn't necessarily know who he who was. was. Yeah. So, which so, is why yeah. we need the TV show one, and Keanu Reeves. Well, yeah, we're, we're just saying, like maybe the Keanu Reeves is either a past one or it's going to be a future one exactly and then but you're, you're right it's almost, you know, almost like jedi shit like like the memory passes on exactly. with whoever and embodies the the idea the whatever. only reason i say that is because she didn't immediately know who he was right so that but just, he knew exactly who she was exactly because he says her name and she's dealing with her own shit so well and just and just real quick, i i that i love that part about that episode of they really did a great job, in my mind, of her flashbacks. Yeah. Along with the storyline. Like, it, it wasn't abrupt, but it also kept it mysterious. Exactly. And it would show his, because, again, wrote it down, like, he is the Lord of Dreams. He yeah. has a soft spot, right? He's got to. You're starting to find that out, yeah. You know, with the Raven... His first one. Yeah. Like, he was like, you know what? I'm fucking done with Ravens. But that, but that was a badass Raven. It was wearing a fucking tuxedo. Yes, it was. <laughs> and when he was... It's like a penguin Raven. <laughs> when he was... Yeah, dude, it was beautiful. God, yeah. Got taken out by some hoes. Yeah. Dumb but, um... Ass. Matthew? Yeah. the new Raven? Yeah. The Patton Oswalt. Correct. Raven. So, and he's growing on him. Then you had Gregory... <laughs> who that Morpheus is what I'm going to call him from now on well yeah yeah instead of dream yeah. Morpheus clearly showed some heart well that was when that went dude that sucked that was a I mean it was a very well executed scene right in that uh, Gregory sacrifices himself because clearly knowingly yeah Gregory know or I mean being a mystical creature too probably knew more than Cain and Abel did which We'll get to them in about 15 we, seconds. Yeah, we could do a whole episode on those two. But, but. I, I guess the point is, because even in the next episode with... Or no, it's the same one with he and Constantine going to visit her ex and trying to get back the sand and Man, that, all of this stuff. Like, it was brutal. Yeah. But... But you also see his power in that, and he's able to give resolution to people and then the other thing by just had, immediately putting him into a dream state which then because he put her in a dream constantine in a dream state right. to get so, her she could, so like yeah. what is real and now you're guessing okay so what is real and what is a dream moving forward but like you said a soft spot he allowed her to have closure yep. on her relationship he wasn't just out to be like, I need this, and yeah. I don't give a fuck what happens around me. I need this. Wait till you get to episode six. Yeah, oh, well, 
Oh, no. Because the yes, other yes, thing yeah. that fucked with me in episode three was showing Constantine's. Is that her daughter who got sucked into, I'm assuming, I was, hell? Yeah, yeah. I think so. You know, and, or and, her ward of some sort. Right, yeah. And so her having to reconcile that at the same time she's trying to deal with her past lover that she just walked out on. Yeah. And, you know, Morpheus, she got some shit going. Morpheus is just sitting there going, All I, I need is this. I need my bag of sad. Right. <laughs> but at the end of it all, everybody kind of had closure. Well, and, or, I'm 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 trying not to make this go extra long. It doesn't matter. But but he was also that that's this is when Matthew becomes a, a serious guy because Matthew is the one who goes like you you can't like just leave her right. in this state. Yep. And it's he starts Matthew taking was hold. The, uh, I don't want to say the goods, but his conscience. Yeah. Like just like I we know what's up. I know what you're gonna say. Let's just forego all of this. I'm I'm just saying is that if if there's anyone in the casting world, Patton Oswalt needs more voice work. I love yep, him as I mean he's I love him acting and oh, stuff of too. Of course, but his, like and we I think we've said it before. He's just a what yeah when we were doing Modoc. Yep, he's a master at he doesn't have I mean he's almost like Al Pacino like. You know it's him, but it's still like he infects a character so well. And, and it's not over the top, which yeah. a lot of voice, and I, I, trust me, I know nothing about fucking voice acting. You hear my voice this week, okay? <laughs> Someone would probably give me a lozen and say, drink this tea. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, yes, he, he, it's, it's not deadpan, but it's not over the top. It's just... The writing in his well, when, yeah, cadence. He, well, he, I mean, because of his stand-up comedy background, exactly. He he can deliver a line very dry, but what I'm always most impressed of is that when he has to do something emotional, nails it. Yeah. Yep. Like, Even with still that hint, that sliver of humor in it. Yeah, I mean, and I I don't mean this in any. I mean, he almost he, he's kind of. Or it's kind of like Winnie the Pooh a little bit. Yeah. Like when he, yeah, he can he can hit a funny line, but then when he's got to tug at that heartstrings, like that voice actor who did Winnie the Pooh, like did that really he can do well. That. Yeah. Yes, because that's what you want. And I'm thinking episode three, Sandman. There's no way. And then I went, oh yeah. man, I was so upset over all of it. I was even upset over Cain and Abel at first, and then I went, yeah. oh, I see what you're doing. Oh, there's this. See what you're doing. I and and just again the the genius of Neil Gaiman to to take something that like literally almost everybody around the world knows, and then you and then you make a like a sitcom play on it. Right. He and then and then in the middle and you he's throw, sitting in on all of like the making of this like he's part an executive producer I think is what they list him in maybe a co-writer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's like co-showrunner of it, too. So, you know. so yes. he. It, it's also reassuring to know that it's got his stamp of approval on all of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. We won't discuss episode four, except that the shrink from Ted Lasso yeah. is Rosemary. Doing an American accent. I thought it tinted toward, like, Scottish a little bit. Like Might be, yeah. She always, like... It was English, 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 but then every third word she had something in there. 
Um, maybe it was just her British accent coming through as she was trying to do an American accent. Doesn't Could matter. Be, yeah. um, I fear for what's going to happen to her as I finish that episode tomorrow. I think she she ends up all right. Okay, thank God. But the next group of people do not. Oh, the people who actually have the ruby? No, but you'll see. Okay. Because right. like, that's where they were headed. He's now got the charm of episode protection. Five, like I said, episode five is bonkers. And then, and like we were saying, episode five finishes the the uh, totem gathering. Okay. And then episode... The extended s- tutorial. Right. And then episode six, the storyline changes. And it's... Okay, so he goes from desperate baby face to finally... Oh God! Now I'm living. Now I got it. Now you're all. Now, now I'm hulking up. Well, you'll you'll okay. see. But it's like we said it last week, and and when I was talking about the series, as yeah, a whole, you were high level. The whole is whole that story. there are multiple storylines in this, which is what I loved about it was that instead of it being like this build up, build up, build up, it's like you got like the first five episodes is one storyline yeah. and then you have like two episodes is another one and then the last well, three just says are another one Gaiman building his yeah well characters right while and, still having while still moving the story forward exactly and as well too they're trying to tackle the like in their minds the first volume yeah so and of course uh, anybody chess, who, chess pieces where they need to be well and also like a, a graphic novel doesn't just follow one main no, storyline no, no, you, no, you'll no. have multiple ones and one volume of it so yep. and that's and at least if this thing takes hold which is yep. if think, you haven't yep. started watching watch it please yep. so we can get another season yeah, or six yeah I mean like, it should, I, I it should end up like, like that because like the first what volume should, should be three what, seasons. It should do what not The Walking Dead did. Yeah. Like well, no, I mean, there's yeah, there's a ca- a cap on it. Right. It can't go indefinitely, but like the first volume was the first series run, which is that went on for like what like forever eight eight ten years or something. I'll, I'll like tell that. you at the end of the year when and I and then to get they it all. started chunking it up into these bigger so like. The first, like, they're trying to get through, like, the first set of that first The introductory run. period, yeah. basically. So, yeah, you're right. Like, if we go through that, that could be three seasons on its own. It, and then you do a season for the last two exactly. sets. You don't stretch them out. Yeah. You, you just... Also... Everything's established. Now we can do three seasons to crescendo and end. And 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 just a, just a quick tag on. If you haven't seen it, you... Uh, Good Omens on Amazon. That's I know Neil, what you're talking about. That's Neil Gaiman as well, and that's yep. got um, that, that's got Michael Sheen, and and David Tennant in it playing an angel and a devil. It's fantastic. Um, that and they're is on what Amazon Prime, and they're and they uh, season two I think is coming up after the new year. Um, so they're doing another, and that's based on another graphic novel series okay, that he the name did. Of that? Good Omens. Good. Um, and that were since we're on hey what to watch um, I got through the first season of it on Hulu Reservation Dogs our boy Taika Watiti is one of the creators of it really but it's about it's about um, a group of Native American kids on a reservation oh, in Oklahoma good omens I know yeah, what you're talking yeah. about yep alright sorry Reservation Dogs 
fucking fantastic. Wait, wait, wait. So reservation meaning like a in Native, a Native American, American reservation yeah, in in oh. Oklahoma. And, oh. But so instead of reservoir dogs, they're reservation dogs, and so it's this, it's this uh, clique of four teenage kids who oh, are trying teenagers. to yeah to scheme to get money to move out to California to get off the reservation, and oh, you know it's like it's like eight thirty-ish minute episodes. And Gaiman did it. Uh, no, 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 Taika Waititi. Oh yeah, sorry. And. And also the entire production, like like the directors, the writers, the act, majority of the actors are all Native American too. So it's not, no one's putting on any face or whatever with this. It's shit. not prey. Yeah. Although um, I heard that they, uh, you can watch it. There is a yeah, with version a, with like some dubbed. Correct. I don't know what language that would have been anyway. Yeah, that's why I stopped um, saying it. But so this, so with it being like, you know, Native American writers and stuff like that, I'm, I look at it as it's the Native American Atlanta, where it's just like, oh. it's just like window into, into the, but it is, it's fucking hysterical because A, you know, they're, they're teenagers, so they're influenced by pop culture. So they're walking around in like Wu Tang shirts, they say bruh and like shit like that. Like one of their things is like there's a scene where one of the characters <laughs> goes into a clinic and they're like, like you got fucking ulcers at six or at like nineteen. What's going on? What do you eat? And they're like hot chips. Like <laughs> how many? Like how many's in a bag? And they're like, you mean bags? Uh, and like how many bags a day do you eat? Addison the other day was like, man, do you think? Do you think the wife? Would buy me some hot chips. No. Yes, and she and did because she's fucking amazing. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like that, it, it. I had heard from other people like, oh, you you have to watch this show. Okay. Well, but it is it is and it's like so, but it's also like reservation dogs, like reservoir dogs. Yeah, so that's... they're a gang and they're trying to. They have this big scheme to do, and then all these other things happen. Are they named after colors? Uh, there, there's only one reference to that. Like when they're when they are finally called reservation dogs, okay. the guy goes, "Can I be Mister Camouflage?" Yes, because <laughs> no one will see. I'll be like John Cena, right, yeah, yeah. motherfucker. You can't see me. And uh, but I, I, one of my favorite parts about it is is uh, I guess you would call him the main character. Although it, it it switches. It's like Atlanta, like that. Well, that's like what it I'm just saying. moves around. No quote unquote main uh, character. But like there's him. a spirit guide in it. And the guy introduces himself as like, oh, I was at Custer's last stand, but I didn't fight because my fucking horse tripped in a gopher hole. <laughs> so that's the introduction of the spirit guy. Like, it's... Wait, so it's, wait. So not only is he super old. Yeah. Or, you know, he's like... Horse, well, I mean, he's not old because he I, died young. But, it. yeah, it's like, it, like they play... They play on white tropes of Native Americans very well, and then at the same time, it's 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 hysterical. It's okay. and it's very heartfelt watch. and shit like that. Like the wife would love it too. Like a Ted Lasso. Uh, and they just started the second season. They did a three episode dump uh, this last Friday. What's that on? That's on Hulu. Hulu. 
Alay. I've been watching a lot of Alay. I'll do. You know why? I'll do for all mankind next week. If you need a change in your condiments, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need. So stop using the same old boring condiments and boss up. So what do we get to, what do we get to, oh my God. You're starting with, oh Vinny, Vinny. Vinny Mac. Vinny Mac, you. This this oscillates between sports and and entertainment. But, you son of a bitch! Uh, but it really more. is in, in, in entertainment at this point. Two oh, it is. Two more payments. Apparently, he wants to give his daughter and Triple H the ride of their life to okay. try and resuscitate the WWE. Well, okay. So I'm gonna get to my conspiracy theory in a minute. Go right ahead. But the floor is yours. Two more have come out and they were just doing they just did their first quarterly call since he stepped down which i didn't i did not write down oh please tell me there's a recording of that there is there's there's notes oh, all the time yeah well, is I mean, it it's, like it's for shareholders oh my god yes like what the fuck's going you you can what and i don't read it i do the quote-unquote cliff's notes via the internet wrestling community websites but oh, that thing had to go on for hours. Oh, dude, they every quarter, every fucking quarter. <laughs> and the best part is when they start talking about like the networks <laughs> and like USA, like pressuring them to have a champion on Monday nights. But Fox, because they own Friday nights and SmackDown, right. want a champion here, and then all of that shit. But um. So Vince McMahon is either a fucking genius by setting all this up, knowing that that company is about to fucking, I don't know yet. So. It could go either way at this point. So here's the deal. Vince is gone. Right. Yes, there's that cloud hanging over him, but WWE the product. Right. Because Triple H has taken over is, they're, they're soaring. Like their ratings, like all WrestleMania next year's. They had the fastest selling tickets. I mean, like SummerSlam was huge this year. Yes, and then they've got in. That's in Nashville. I forgot it was in Nashville. In the outdoor stadium. Yeah. Yeah, and coming up. In oh, it's se- the Titan Stadium. Yeah. Fuck yeah. They were fucking outside. <laughs> and Labor Day weekend, they are in England. At one of the outdoor stadiums there. Oh, it's so, so all the, all the British the and castle. Scottish dudes are going to... And it's an event that yeah. they're going to show here at 1 o'clock, but over there in primetime, it's one of their pay-per-view events or whatever the fuck you want to call it, special events. So they are killing it right now. Triple oh, that's H. genius. Get, get them all drinking until like 1. <laughs> <coughs> and then the only, the, the, back, the only thing about that is Sunday on Labor Day, they're going to be at 1 o'clock or whatever. Who gives a fuck? They don't care. But well, we'll the, be sitting. At, well, no, but that's genius. You're sitting at home and you're going like, well, there's not a football game until nope, tonight. There's nothing on. Yeah. So yeah, throw it in when there's nothing going on. Exactly. So hold on, maybe it's Saturday. At any rate, because that weekend as well is when AEW has their next pay per view and CM Punk is coming back. But back to WWE. So 
yes, they have the dark cloud over them. Investors don't seem to give a shit because the bottom line seems to be okay because Triple H has increased viewership on the product itself. Sure. The other thing is Vince McMahon, there was something... What was it that I sent you about Trump? Well, so like like some of oh, the money... payments. Yeah. Payments. Payments made to him. Oh, stay... Oh, it's... I don't know. It's good and bad for business. Yeah. And I am a lifelong wrestling fan, but I'm glad he's gone away. Like he needs to go away. He was out of touch. He's old, kind of like everybody in our government. <coughs> he just needed to go away, <laughs> which he has. I hate that it is under these circumstances, but it was either death or these circumstances that were going to make him go away. And, and I, I mean, when this, when we first started talking about this, like, I, I think it's when we came back from my vacation, mm-hmm. is that no one is surprised that Vince McMahon has, you know, sex allegations and bribery allegations against him at all. It's that lucky totally he's not in jail from the steroid trials. Right, yeah, yeah. He got out of that because of some loophole and somebody said something so he got out of that which was the precursor he got out of that because Congress and everybody Correct. else doesn't consider it a national treasure they, they, at that point they didn't understand well yeah because well, I mean they, they thought about it like people think about comics still so go to go that, back like, to dorks our dorks only watch wrestling and then the, they don't realize like even, even with me I'm, I mean I'm not I don't I don't sit there. I'm not as actively participant as you are, but like Junkyard Dog was a formidable presence. Of course. Rowdy Rod Piper was a formidable presence in my childhood. And, you know. As he should be everybody. Well, if he and, wasn't in your childhood, I have reservations about it. And there was like uh, on, on one of the wrestling uh, Twitter rotating things. They showed that interview with uh, Macho Man Savage on Arsenio, and Arsenio goes being like, "Hey, do you cry?" And like Macho Man was like, "Hey, brother, if you don't cry, you ain't no human." Yeah, and you're like, it was like two minutes of like beautiful like Taoist wisdom. And they don't realize like, it. I mean, like not everybody's from the same like dude Hulk who was Hogan. like snap into a slim jim. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody loved Hulk Hogan, and he hates everyone except white oh, people. Oh, well, yeah. So, but anyway, back, I love back to the original point. Yeah, I, 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 my heart bleeds, but it's happy that this is going on. We, we could be witnessing, again, a, this is a my renaissance. This is my sort, yeah. nerd in me. Yes, <laughs> a, a renaissance of. WWE, if Triple H, if they stay on this trajectory... And they know how to do the storylines. And and they have shown, since he took over, less than a month ago, a month ago? Yeah. That he knows... So put it this way. In a month, that's probably eight... I still think he had... 18 shows on TV, maybe? He was playing in the Money in the Bank. Correct. like, Like, he's had his fingers in everything, and now... Because that's how you get Liv Morgan to do... Yep. When I lost my fucking shit, when it happened, I was like, oh my God, they really did it. When I accidentally called it. <laughs> yeah. It was just random. Like, these are the little tweaks. So yeah. all that's going to do is make 
Tony Khan in his dad's money over an AEW. But also, in, in like, and just to put this into context, is that it's the same as like the MCU. That's it's exactly like, what it you, is. Like, how do you build this universe of storylines? So you've got the MCU, which is the fucking juggernaut WWE. Right, right? yeah. They may be oversaturated, blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows what's up, but they are still but the all it takes is gold like, standard. Say, like, Liv Morgan getting the belt. And right. then all of a sudden, the storyline changes. And then everything, or at least within now the women, like, ripples. Now you don't like, know ripples. what's yeah. going to happen, right? right. And then they got to get somebody's got to be Roman, where it's like they got to get somebody to be Roman Reigns now. <coughs> Kevin Owens. <laughs> So and and now or do a or do a cross AEW has yeah. talked about that already. So and AEW's got to step up their game. CM Punk's back from being hurt. Like Kenny Omega will be back this week. Like then you have this tit for tat. But I feel like a, like AEW knows its niche and yeah. it's and it's riding that. Like they're doing old school wrestling with Which, cutting and nah, shit like that. Nah, 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 nah. I mean. We keep talking about it. The dual caged ring they with had a, tacks and they broken had a, glass. A no-rope bob wire. Excuse was, me. What was the stick wire. that the dude was The using? kendo stick? Yes. Yeah. These bob wire. Like, yes. But they also have that, I don't want to call it, little brother complex. But sure, yeah. They still... And there's room there now. Well, that's what I was saying. Or, I mean, I, I forget when it was. But I was saying is that... AEW could be the NWO. Yeah, well, the NWA at the time, or WCW with the NWA. Right, yeah. Like, the baby brother that overtook WWE. But what was was the New World Order? The NWA, they were in WCW. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, thank you. But that, you're 100% correct, that changed. It was always, until that point, what it is now. WWE slash WWF was... And it was By always far you know, away. Like good guy versus yep. the really bad guy. And then and WCW then... Swit, flipped a switch, and they passed him for a little bit in those early to mid-90s, mid yeah. to late-90s. Well, particularly when they had the Turner TV contract. Right. Yeah. And then WCW forgot how to run a fucking business and ran Because it was run by and... Ted Turner. Correct. That's probably... well, and then he, gave, he, he just gave zero fucks, and yeah. then... It went through. Once it stopped making money, he didn't get it. And then it went through its fucking motions and went away, which AEW is close. They just, they don't need to blow their wad and kill themselves. Right. Especially if WWE is going to be. Stay in your lane and then see if you can do that cross. Exactly. I don't want to say cross-breeding, but cross-match. And all this comes back to one single human being, Vince McMahon. Yeah, Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. Absolutely crazy. Not as crazy as what you're going to tell me in Westworld. Yeah, I know. I've so, seen. And I'm not caught up. Well, no. So, I I will say this. No, um, do, it. do it. Do it. Do it. And I, I, I wasn't thinking this. And then a, a friend of mine on Facebook, um, she posted, uh, Westworld, you can take that finale back. And I'm like, oh, okay, what's going on? Now, so what What? What I will say this is oh. it's a trend with HBO shows. Oh, of course. I mean, you and go back to Oz. What, well, no, I'm, well, wait, even with that, it's like, but, but, but or, or Game of Thrones, I feel, falls in this category. 
Yep. So the creators or the showrunners got way too cute. And they created something so complex. Like, so I've had to go back. I've watched it twice. Just this, had, just this season? Yeah, just the season finale. I've had to read interpretations about, like, this is the level that we're at. Like, of going, really? like, and I'm, again, the season as a whole. Of course. Is good. Like, there, there's all these really good storylines and stuff like that. But same as Game of Thrones, I'm trying to think of on the fly other shows. Sopranos. Yeah, or, Deadwood. you know. Deadwood. But I'm I'm or I'm thinking too like Matrix trilogy like they they Perfect. tried to make it like oh hey look at how smart we are instead of going like stick with the storyline and, and and it's to go funny back, how that's a trend yeah well and and to go back to what we're talking about it's like that's what we're worrying about with the MCU correct that's why I was saying it's a, it's, it's it's funny how that's a trend yeah with these shows it's like look look at how smart we are and you're going like. And that's what I really appreciated about Foundation. Yes. Is that you're dealing with this insane complex universe created by one of the greatest, excuse the great, me, no, no, the greatest thank science you. fiction writer of all thank time. You. And you didn't go, hey, let's see how we can change it up. No, or let's see how much we can add to it because right. then future revenue, no, no, no. And granted, they're dealing with a found product. In Westworld, they're they're building off of just a short story in a, right, in, a in a film that Michael Crichton did. V- something. But at this or and then and to bring it into something we've been doing of what whether it's Game of Thrones, but like Lost is really the big thing here in that what fans of Lost were like it got so complicated you didn't know what the fuck was going exactly. on. Exactly. Now again, upon multiple viewings. Lost, I you know, I, I look at it and go, Oh, no, they answered that, they answered yep, that. They did now watching it again, there's so much fucking, yeah, lo- okay, never mind. Like, oh, god, just real quick, all I'm gonna say is, no, sure, Kate's dad, I, the I opened the door on that, the one. marine who's in the marine yeah. recruiting place, she comes in and was like, Hey, dad, but yeah. it wasn't really your dad, give me an hour, two episodes later. He is the commanding officer that tells Saeed right. to torture his friend. Yeah. You know what? Mwah, you motherfuckers are so good. Well, and also the guy that trains Saeed is the dude that uh, Desmond enters the bunker with. <gasps> yes. God damn it. Who okay. is also the villain in Highlander. I mean, I'm... The guy that I say looks more Asian than Iraqi. Which dude? Desmond's, I mean, not Desmond, uh, Saeed's, oh no, I know, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Go ahead, sorry. When when Desmond crash lands on the island. Yep, yep. And, what, what, uh, I forget the dude, what would he call them? It's like, it's something like, you know, like Mortimer or something. I know who you're talking about. They, the guy that blows his brains out. Yes. He's the dude that trains Saeed how to torture people. Okay, not his commanding officer, but the no. guy who trained him. Correct. The American that trained him. You are 100% correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, anyway. Who are you talking about? Who he gives the box to. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes, yes. 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 Uh, so this is not all just willy-nilly. It's not new so, is what we're saying. Is that Lost got too cute with it. And and there are varying different things of like, 
the writer strike, and then they were told by ABC, like, "Hey, you got to finish." You've this only got up. X number of seasons. So left. with like Westworld, though, it's like you have no one's pressuring you to finish this shit up. No, you're fucking with HBO, and you're in, and you create like multiple seasons at this point. And like by like episode four, like episode four, it establishes what we're seeing in that season, current season. And then you only have four more episodes to wrap it up. Yeah, I was and always so, a, not a fan of their eight to ten episode yeah, arcs. Much like Game of Thrones, the last episode is like fucking furious, and you're yeah, going no, it's like, like it's in fast forward. Yeah, it's like, like a three hour movie in then, fast forward. I still don't know is this is the series done. So they haven't announced that yet. Exactly. They haven't said, like, this is it, or we haven't renewed it. Did, my my question is, because, again, I haven't caught up. Did they end it that if there was no other episodes, you would be, "Eh, okay? So the way that I interpret it is, is that they ended it as if, or, and this is much like what Futurama did. They ended it in a loop to where it's like... That makes perfect sense with that shit. It kind of goes like, oh, we're going to try this again. Lost. To where you would go back to the first episode and then it just... It's like you can just binge watch over and over again. You know, Lost's original title wasn't Lost. It was Circle. Right, yeah. Because that... And that's what it did. It went back to... I don't want to call it trope because nobody really used it prior to that. But Right, yeah. They went back to the, okay, we're all here. Everything that happened, happened. Right. But this is the end point. It's not fucking purgatory, you idiots. Well, I'm just, it's like... My thing but, is, is that... Like, like as you're, as you're pointing out, like, Lost is one of the first. And then there's been several different shows. True, uh, true crime. The first yeah. season with the whole but, yeah, and, time is a flat circle. And, but but like in just just in general, like if you're dealing with like a fantasy or a sci-fi show, like at a certain point, like when you think that you've ran out of ideas, don't go. Hey, let's make it more complicated. Mm-mm. That's the point when you need to go. Like, okay, where are loose threads? Let's wrap this shit up. Exactly. And like, let's stop, stop with this shit. Like, you would have thought you would have. Again, we, we talked about it in the sports guys with steroids. You would have thought you would have learned from the Game of Thrones dudes. Like, you, stop doing this shit. Stop no, leaving things with open ends and crap get, like that. There, I am in the boat of <clears throat> these shows that are. The Lost and the Game of Thrones and the Oz's Sopranos, like those shows. There needs to be someone or a team keeping track of, oh, you said this, you introduced this multiple times, right. you never cleared it up. You know, just for shits and giggles. Because you well, we can said always... that about the MCU and about the Correct. DCEU. Like, and... Yeah, you, you need people going like, hey... Just keep track of right. what you're fucking setting up. Right. Like, you, you went multiple episodes or you spent eight segments in a two-hour movie saying this, and then you yeah. never... It's just... It's out there. It's it. Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com.
Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>